everybody, welcome to another episode of the easiest way to learn the tarot ever podcast, Easy Tarot Lessons. My name is Dusty White, I'm the author of The Easiest Way to Learn the Tarot Ever, available on Amazon and many fine bookstores, um, including Barnes & Noble and the Book Depository. If you live internationally and can't find it, go to bookdepository.com and they offer free shipping, yay, but not much of a discount paying for like full retail for it also advanced tarot secrets but today we're doing a uh, a lesson uh, you know one of the free audio lessons i have one of my all-time bestest bestie bestest bff's favorite students ever um it, it, becky's back hey becky how are you doing it's been i'm good thank you so everybody we're doing a new series oh my god we're doing a new series again um and i think you're gonna like it Today, I got a message from one of my academy students over at easytarotlessons.com slash members, if you really want to know where the actual academy is hidden. Um, they were having a problem with the moon card. Type, and, and that's the beauty of going to the academy. You can ask me questions. So after posting on that, I might even actually make my response a blog post because I think it's a a very important topic. Um, I thought I wanted to interrupt our regularly scheduled podcast today to do a lesson on how to understand hard to understand cards. I hope that made sense. Mm -hmm. A little convoluted, wasn't that, Becky? It made perfect sense to me. <laughs> okay, great. Fortunately, You've been studying with me for a while, so you can translate Dusty into English <laughs> or whatever passes for English over there. Uh, and and how do you guys steal the title of our language? I mean, we're, I'll get on that later. We'll talk about that. After. Anyway, um, I, I definitely want to clarify something that, in my humble opinion, too many books seem to miss completely. And I want everybody to write this down. You, Your cards cannot do the work for you. Your cards are a guidepost. Uh, they're the guideposts to the answer that you're looking for. They're not the oracle themselves. And more and more, it seems, tarot books are making us believe that uh, all we have to do is pick up a book and, you know, here, I got a deck of cards right here. I got my 1909 deck. 1910, sorry. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. All right, let's go to town, right? Now all I need is a book to tell me what these cards mean. It's not just amateurish. That's really hurting yourself. If you are going to read for yourself, and especially if you're going to give other people your opinion, which they will take either as a gospel, which is really scary if you're just starting out. I mean, it's scary to me because of the bad advice you can give them how deeply they can take it or they're going to take it with a grain of salt and not pay any attention to it so if you want them if you want to you want to hit that middle road and if you want to hit that middle road where they respect what you say they'll listen they'll take into account they'll go through their lives and go hmm it's just like the gypsy woman said then well we got to learn how to do this properly so let me give you another instant mantra to you know tack inside your head very simple. Every card needs something to attach to, to give it 
meaning and to give it clarification. Uh, Becky, you've been with me for a while. Yes. When I say every every card needs something to attach to it in order to give it specificity, mm -hmm. does that make sense to you? Yeah, it does completely because, you know, a card on its own, you know, I could, I, all right, let me just pick a card at random. Okay, so I have got the Eight of Cups. So the Eight of Cups on its own isn't really telling me anything because you don't know what question I've asked. You don't know, you know, where it's come in the reading. So just a card on its own, on its own, has, is, it, it doesn't do the job that it needs to do. Yeah, it's like a, um, well, like I say, like, it's my favorite analogy. <laughs> it's like a goldfish in a little bowl. It can swim all over the bowl. It can hide behind the plant. It can play with the toy. It can, but it can't jump out of the bowl. So it has like a set parameter of meanings. But trying to point to one space and saying, well, it, it could be that or it could be that, people are saying, well, well no, what, what does it mean? Well, until you put it into context, mm. it doesn't really have a specific meaning. And this is what drives beginners crazy because books that I've read and books that are out there written every day, parroting what somebody else has read, and there's so little... I'm certainly not the only person in the world with answers, but there's so little new thought in tarot books today. There's so much of the same old, same old crap over and over and over. And, and I'm, I'm just tired of it. But what we have is um, this card means this. This card means that. And I understand students, especially at the very beginning, their desire to say Ace of Sword upright means victory. Ace of Swords reversed means death defeat or vicious attack end of story you know, um, death is death life is life you know, um, the lovers means Gemini or, or the lovers means you can be in a romance and it's it's we want it easy like that but we'd have to have oh it's like the Chinese language I've never I've never said this before so I'm kind of cool. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of cool. This is kind of cool. <laughs> I'm patting myself on the back. Hey, look at me. I, I'm excited, and I'm thinking this is pretty cool. Um, as I understand, which I don't, Miss Julie right here, uh, the Chinese language, traditional Chinese, uh, I read somewhere, or I was taught, something like 5,000 individual characters um, the idea is that there's no plurals in ancient Chinese. And so their language is designed that there are thousands and thousands and thousands of ways to express yourself so that you can express yourself exactly as you want to be expressed. But there's no nuances English, at least, especially American English, with the way we bastardized whatever you guys call English over there. Um, we've got slang, we've got colloquialisms, we've got um, 
customs that we refer to, and uh, we do this with tonality. <laughs> right is different than saying right. Mm. You know, and you know how do you imply that on paper? So where was I going with this? Oh yeah, so uh, <laughs> in the beginning. It's like we want to learn Chinese. We want to learn this card means this, this card means that, and that's it. And now I can go read the tarot so that when this card comes up, I can say, there's going to be trouble. Oh, kind of trouble. This card just says trouble. I'll have to pull up another card. So we want to learn the Chinese way. I'm not saying Chinese, you know, learn this way, but I'm saying specifically as far as language goes. Uh, we want to learn straightforward, simple, and that's what too many books try to put forth. And my whole purpose here, both in the paid academy, by the way, it's it, it's it's fucking ten dollars a week if you want to be a serious professional. There's no university in the world that will give you this kind of education for uh, for ten dollars a week, and you can pay it out. Over time, you don't have to like, it's not like $10 a week, pay me $8,000 like right now. <laughs> and no, it's not $8,000, but who wouldn't that be nice <laughs> per student? Um, so back to reality though. My whole purpose here is to help you guys break the shell of crap around your skull that is calcified from reading too much bad information. Uh, and also to help you understand how the tarot works and, and to help you intuit with the gods, how to communicate with the uh, the universe or how to commune with the celestial deity, uh, deity. However you want to approach, here comes God, you know, insert your favorite term here, Tarot card is here to do it. It was invented by Christians, so the only people who lose out are Satanists. Sorry, <laughs> dudes, but uh, you know, you're using the Jesus tool, so yeah, whatever. Um, so it's not a religious thing. Uh, it's it's a very spiritual tool that can be applied to pretty much any any philosophy or religion, as long as you understand that all we're doing is using it as a communications clarification tool, kind of like a, a telephone. It's a hell of a lot easier for me to hear what uh, Becky is saying, because we're using Skype, versus actually shouting across the Atlantic and then the entire length of the uh, United States, because I'm over in California, literally a mile away from the beach at this particular moment. So... Yay, same thing with tarot cards. If you're trying to receive raw data and then interpret it from the universe, you've got to be really, really, really psychic and really, really, really experienced. Otherwise, you're just going to get gibberish. So with the tarot, any schmuck can, can do it like right away. It's like, oh, wow, this is easy. And with some training and practice, you can get like a tarot ninja. Wow. All right, now that I've managed to offend everybody, let's uh, get into this lesson. All right, so every card needs something to attach it to, to give it meaning clarification. That uh, that could be a card, a situation. Uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. A quick plug here, but very important, because if you haven't 
read this, it's not going to make a lot of sense. But in the easiest way to learn the Terror Weber, book one, uh, available on Amazon, I teach you a few techniques that I call. You can look for these. You can even read most of the book for free. Just don't, you know, go on Amazon and just like, look inside. And, you know, I mean, you know, get your ass out there and start learning the tarot. It doesn't even cost you any money, but there's no excuse for doing this wrong. Uh, and if you run out of space, go over to Google Books. You know, look, look, I'm just giving my book away for free. Uh, but I teach you things I want you to look up for. Uh, it's called opening up a card and also using clarifying cards. Uh, we also have some compare and contrast exercises in the easiest way to learn the tarot ever. It's, it's like a 234-page book, 342-page book. It's, it's, it's a thick book, but, um, but it's really easy. I'll give you a hint, like uh, 160 pages in the back, so you can knock those off, are, um, are all about what the cards uh, traditionally mean. And then, you know, worksheets, like um, almost 100 worksheets in the back alone, just for you to uh, practice on. And that's all uh, ancillary, but uh, I'd like you to do it anyway, because I want you to become very good at this. Becky, you filled out your uh, easiest way to learn tarot book, haven't you? <laughs> Do you know what? I've literally got it in front of me, and it's bearing in mind my background is libraries, and my children have been told from a very small age you do not write in books. Um, I've scribbled all over it in the margins, in the notes on the back, in the worksheets. So yes, I have written in my tarot book. Yay! I I need pictures of that. Um, Fred sent me pictures back in the day when you can uh, post them up on Amazon. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. It was, it was I was like, Fred from Puerto Rico? And then, uh, oh, my God, from Portugal. I am really sorry, Puerto, uh, Puerto Rico and Portugal and Fred. Like, what the hell's wrong with me? Oh, yeah, one place is good as another, right? No, again, sincere apologies. But, yeah, Fred from Portugal just, just scribbled the hell out of it. So I'm glad to know that he's not the only obsessive crazy person who's uh -uh. taking notes on this. And I understand it's sacrilege, but uh, that's why I made it a workbook. Yes. The thing is to be used and used and used. Um, okay, so we have uh, all kinds of uh, compare and contrast exercises to help you, you know, understand your each card in your deck you know, more thoroughly. Now, for those of you who do have advanced tarot secrets, I add several new exercises and games to help you deepen your understanding and enhance your awareness when you're actually reading your cards. So that we take the uh, we start you off with the white book, get you thoroughly grounded, and then if you're at the end of the white book, you're like, I think I'm getting it, but it doesn't quite make sense because when I go out and give a reading, it's like, well, I understand that. It's, didn't want to try to cram everything like here's a 700 page book that nobody's ever going to read uh, plus we can break it out give you a lot of practice and when you're ready to go pro uh, or you really want to take your readings beyond anything that you'll ever see anybody else do pick up a copy of advanced tarot secrets on 22 bucks you'll make that your first reading now the central point of all this is that each card let's see because we're talking about hard to understand cards each card must pair up with something to give it clarity. As I mentioned before, this could be a fact, a circumstance, a setting, or a purpose. The thing 
that gives each card clarity is hidden in the question you're asking. Um, Becky, each card's yeah. an allegory, right? Mm-hmm. So what does an allegory need to, to tie it to reality? A context. It needs to be within context. Yes, it needs like a, a physical action or event or, or something. Mm. Um, we could say art is an allegory for life. I, I, I could say that. What the hell does that mean? Like, uh, but now we have to you know, explain the concept. We have to put that all in there. And, and uh, then after a couple of examples, we're like, ah, oh, yeah, I get it. Why didn't she just say that in the first place? It's like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm trying to be poetic. You're trying to be a jerk. Okay, so everybody, blah, blah, blah. Here's what I want you to do this week. So get your pens and paper, please. I want you to gather up about a dozen cards that you're having trouble with. Just just start with one. You know, get, get, get in a small little pile. Just the cards you're having trouble with. Start with one. Grab the easiest way to learn the tarot ever. Open up the back. And just read up on it. Read up on the so-called traditional meaning understand what it means in reverse look at the key I don't believe in key words but I put in the key concepts that point you in the direction uh, let's see do I have a copy of these when I turn over give me a card Becky um the hierophant is he here oh here he is okay so I'm gonna read as we read from the good book, please turn your pages to 248. Oh my God, this is a long book. <laughs> it's a big book. It's a brick. Okay, the Hierophant. Uh, the word Hierophant comes to us from ancient Greek. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, right. Okay. Oh, you know what? No, give me a give me a so-called uh, minor arcana card because I didn't, uh, what I'm looking for are prime elements that work in this card. Okay, five of wands. Hey, I was looking at the five of cups, so I was kind of close. So wands, <laughs> wands, wands. Okay, five Page of wands. Page 126. Yes, thank you. Page 126 from the good book. And I say us unto you, always honor thy parent. <laughs> yes. Okay, so prime elements that work in this card. Number, suit, direction, element. So when I say number five to some people, numerologically they attach value to the number five i allow that because obviously you know, that's if that's ingrained in your philosophy use it if it's not don't feel that you have to learn numerology and change your way of looking at the world to understand that the world to the eyes of the tarot you don't have to it's it's just there in case you five i've got duality of existence chaos and structure odd well five is an odd number uh, chaos, the, that comes from the card. There is chaos in this card. Uh, chaos and structure, the duality of existence, meaning, uh, I actually said duality and of existence, colon, chaos and structure. So that's where that fits together. Um, Nietzsche said that, uh, uh, oh, crap. <laughs> out of out of order comes chaos. <laughs> Actually, needs you said out of chaos comes order. But um, sorry about that. Now I've pissed off the philosophers. <laughs> um, I'm having too much fun with this. 
I, I'm trying not to go too deep onto this because you know then we get wrapped up in some other kind of conversation here. So let me just um, dance lightly on this. Under suit, I have wands. Well, of course, uh, the spirit of wands, the suit itself, is action, adventure, sports, vitality, competition, duels, showdowns. These are things that you see in wands, but this is specifically what I've done is made like a mathematical table and said, okay, the five of wands, the image in this card emphasized by the fact that it is a wand suit. Yes, this is a card of action. This is adventure and sports. That's that's where uh, we go to the so-called traditional meanings that we read in all the books. We're like, oh, yeah, they say uh, sports, competition, action, children. So the whole point of doing that little mathematical table there uh, on page 126, for example, where it says uh, number, suit, direction, element, and, and there's one for each of the cards in the so-called minor arcana, uh, lesser mysteries, or more tra more correctly, pipsuits. Um, the reason for that is because I want to help break the mystery of this and help you guys see through it because no carpenter in the world is a master carpenter because his saw or his hammer or his nails or his nail gun are a mystery to him. Ooh, it's a mystery. How does that circular saw work? Oh, you have to study the Kabbalah to find out. <laughs> no, you have to read the fucking manual, asshole. Um, a drill, you know, drills hold. A saw, a carpenter, a master carpenter especially knows when to use a planer, when to use a rasp, when to use a ripsaw, all those other gobbly carpenter techno gibberish that uh, probably doesn't mean anything to most people. We all have our own little industry techno you know, uh, jargon. But a master carpenter or a master electrician, these guys are literally wizards with the things that they can create. Um, a stonemason. They know their tools. Therefore, we should know our tools. Therefore, we shouldn't walk around going, oh, it's a mystery. We need to deconstruct it. We need to make the tarot as boring as possible. We need to understand intimately what the cards are saying to us and how they work. Then we can walk around and people are like, oh, it must be so fun. You're like, that's right. It must have a, a great romance to it all. You're like, that's right. It must be a mystery. No, I know exactly what I'm doing. I thank you very much. I know exactly what I'm doing. I've studied and I've practiced just like a pianist. A pianist doesn't go, I just wiggle my fingers and the, the notes magically come out. They study and study and study and dun 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 and the plot chopsticks dun 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 Nobody, don't, no master piano player plays chopsticks, but I do because I pound on the keyboards. Same thing with my books. I just pound on the keyboards and words come out. So um, don't take your tarot studies as a casual affair. Otherwise, people will laugh at you. I don't want people to laugh at you. That's why I have all these uh, lessons, and that's why I rant, and that's why I have, um, well, books. You know, I guess there is that. Uh, and, and free videos, and I have a tarot academy that's all $10 a week. 
which is stupidly inexpensive, but still somebody like, ah, but hey, you know what? If you don't want to make any money, fuck you. That's fine. You know, But if you want to get out there and pay your rent with this job, yeah, you got to go to school. I would never go to a dentist or a doctor or a mechanic who's like, eh, I read a book. I'm self-taught. You know? um, self-taught over maybe a hundred years. It's like, well, I've killed a thousand patients, but I saved 99 more. It's like, oh, okay, well, let's hope I'm not a thousand and one. But, uh, yeah, so I want my experts to have been trained properly. And that's why I want you guys to be trained properly. Because I don't want your, I don't want people to look at you and go, eh, that's no fun. So there's no reward for laziness. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. All right, so the point of all this, rant, 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 is that I want you to take a dozen cards you're having trouble with. Okay, so, you know, again, just real quick, like I did, just, uh, you know, I did it very quickly, probably too quickly. Read up on it in the back of the easiest way to learn the tarot ever. Get an understanding of, of what the basic meanings are. I've gone through my, my mental space before I wrote that book. I didn't sit down and read a whole bunch of other people's books. Hell, I'd done that 20, 20, 30 years ago. Has it been 30 years? Let's see. Let me, I want to make sure here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as reading them, yeah, because I've been studying this stuff since I was a kid. Um, I haven't read anybody else's tarot books in, a, in quite a while. And I apologize to tarot authors who are like, but it, I just came out with a new tarot book. I didn't do this because I don't want to plagiarize your stuff. Hope you're not plagiarizing me, but I want to teach you what I know, what I've learned, what's in my head, what I've learned from uh, reading for tens of thousands of clients, uh, working with and for celebrities, working on archaeological expeditions, um, helping people manifest all kinds of uh, great, fantastic stuff, teaching students. That's what I want you to, to learn. So when I wrote my book, I scrubbed through my memory bank of what I'd read over the years and, you know, prior years prior to that, and uh, what had worked in teaching my students and worked over tens of thousands of clients. Oh, and by the way, I've worked with hundreds and hundreds of the uh, top psychics in the world. I had a chance to pick their brains, too. Now, that's different from just reading somebody's book and going, hey. So I'm not saying that what I've written in the easiest way to learn the tarot as far as card meaning is absolute gospel. I'm saying it's the best I can give you. It's not so much that it's going to corral you and say this is the only meaning, but it's going to put you on the path to the right meanings for you when you're out there in the real world. So do me a favor. You can read a number of books. Great. Buy a Candios. Have fun. i got no problem with that. Just don't read books that... that with your head. Don't read the books. They're going to screw you up. I've heard this over and over. I've, I've read uh, so many books and they screw me up and then I read your book and, and it was like, I, I'm glad. I'm glad people are enjoying my books. But it puts me in the point now where I'm cautious that I don't want to tell you guys to run out and read a whole bunch of books and then I end up screwing you up because you're reading bad information. So to limit myself, this isn't an advertisement. I'm saying trust me and it will work. Work for Becky. It's work. Otherwise, she wouldn't be here. She wouldn't waste her time. I mean, she's not getting paid for this. Oh, I'm sorry, Becky. You're not getting paid for this. <laughs> uh, I kind of forgot to mention that. <laughs> All right. So, um, anyway, just you know, grab a copy of the book. 
read the back. Okay, right. Now, here's what you do then. I, I've got the moon card. I mean, literally, when I was talking to Becky um, earlier, um, when we were going to talk about what we were going to talk about for the show, I said, uh, I was explaining to her what was going on. I was shuffling my, my you know, wonderful new uh, 1910 deck here, and I, uh, I cut it open. It was like, oh, my God, hey, it's the moon. How about that? Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, let's, you know, devil you know, let's go, or in this case, the devil you don't. And let's use an example of what I want you guys to do at home this week to make yourselves better readers. Take a dozen of your cards and do exactly what I've done. Look at the back of the book. And then uh, while that's fresh in your mind, don't take that as gospel. Don't take anything I say as gospel. Prove it for yourselves. You'll find out that it works. I know that. But, But don't, you know, that doesn't mean you take it as gospel. You know, make sure that it works for you because what works for you is what's right. Right, so we're looking at the moon. Um, now, when I look at the moon, I think about when this art was created and what it was based on. So Pamela Coleman Smith um, drew this art under the direction of Arthur Edward White, blah, blah, blah. I happen to have a deck, an Atea deck, so um, created by that scoundrel Atea, um, and we really do owe him a debt of gratitude because he was the first guy to get out there and uh, and uh, you know say I am a tarot reader and oh he was so popular and everything and as you know stage name and all is Atea. If you spell his name backwards, you you know what his real name is. It's not you know like a demon. You know, oh, you know his real name or whatever. But uh, in his deck, holy crap, there happened to be, I mean, you can look it up online or you can grab a deck on eBay. They're kind of expensive, but whatever. There's there's a tower, you know, and there's, there's a doggy, and there's another doggy. You see, the point is that this art in this deck is not original. Um, I, if I had a copy of the Marseille's deck, Marseille, sorry, deck in front of me, I'd, I'd describe what's there too, but I'm just working from memory um so no offense to pam or art but they just basically plagiarized art that was already out there okay fine whatever so the origin of this art wasn't in 1909 it went back to 1790 it went back to earlier than that so when the original art that inspired literally someone to copy that art to make the, the art that we have today. And then when we look at um, anything new that, that's copied from, from this 1909 art, it's just a lineage of I'm copying, 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 just like tarot books. Well, I'm just copying what so-and-so else said that way. I can't be wrong. It's like, well, why did you have to write a book if you're just going to copy what somebody else says? Because uh, I see it differently. So, um, boy, I am such a curmudgeon. I'm old, damn it. Get off my lawn. So this art in uh, in the moon goes back hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Well, what the hell did they believe? And I'm sorry, Becky, but your ancestors weren't the sharpest tool in the shed. <laughs> I say, you know, European, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Of course, my, my family's from Europe, too. So I was like, oh, crap. Was they point a finger? You point like 18 back at you or something mm-hmm. like that. Grr. Yeah, so my family's kind of dumb because... You look at it, and the sun 
is like, oh, it's all happy and there's a pretty pony. And of course, the horse is white because, you know, the sun, the horse, a white horse is purity and the sun is pure and, and babies, you know, there's a little baby on there and he's pure. And before that, there is the sun with little t a boy and a girl holding hands. So this is, you know, innocence and light. Well, back in the days, back in my day before electricity, we only had torches, you know. You get up when the sun gets up and you work and work. And then when the sun goes down, you go hide out from the cave monsters. Uh, literally, I mean, everybody, everybody knows back then that at night, well, what do we have? Werewolves and vampires. I don't think we had zombies. I think zombies were a, a Haitian thing. But even then, you know, we're talking, we're going back too far before that. Um, but you had, uh, you definitely had werewolves and, and vampires as a European thing. And you had um, uh, muggers, thieves, and mugs, muggers, buggers, thieves, horse thieves. I, I'm trying to remember what Hedley Lamar said. I, I, it's been so long, I forgot. So night was, and I'm putting this in quotes, bad. And day was good because in day you could see your enemies. You could see your friends. You know, on a clear day, you could see forever and other Oklahoma songs. So the moon doesn't represent the moon. The moon, were, the moon rules the night, literally, because the sun's not out. It's the brightest thing in the sky. And when it's out, it's like, I got the moon, yay. But it's always changing. So the moon represents a couple of things. The ever-changing moon, so you can't rely on it. So this card is unreliable. But it also represents the night, the darkness. Spooky, scary, oh my God, this is all the bad people are. And that's where the traditional meaning, oh, confusion, deceit, delusion, all comes from. And then the sun is like, I'm happy, fluffy, everybody loves me, I'm, I'm, I'm a cheerleader, la la la, hey. So our understanding of the sun and the moon come from extremely primitive beliefs from people who weren't exactly primitive. But for whatever reason, uh, meaning they hadn't invented electricity, um, we hadn't been able to light up the sky at night as brightly as we can now. If you've never been to like Paris or Vegas or London or uh, New York, well, New York's went to damn uh, towers. Any of these places where um, the, the light is just so damn bright, like, what, you know, why is anybody afraid of the night? It's like I can see everything. There's street lights everywhere. Um, and there's even a cloud of light where I can't see the stars. If you've never been to those locations, then it's hard to imagine how alien this concept is to us. So, yeah, we look at the moon curve, we're like, Whoa. and all we can see is like dogs and wolf that looks like a cat and a lobster and the lobster used to be uh, the astrological sign for cancer which is now the crab so you can put a little crab there if you want um, so that makes um, without the without the lobster there it's just a puddle of water but now you have the lobster it's like ah that's the beach that is the ocean well the ocean and the moon and the sign of cancer are all tied together so now we got a nurturing, you know, motherly, nurturing, protective nature of this card. So now it throws it all into loops. So it's like, whoa, what does this card mean? Well, Becky, here's where I'm going to put you on the spot. Mm -hmm. Do you have your card in front of you? Do you, do you happen? I mean, I have the moon in front of you. Do you happen to have the moon in front of you? 
I've got my deck up on the wall, so I'm looking at the moon. Okay, well, I'm going to wave my card around until it flips. Okay, my card, the moon, is upside down. So you're Mm -hmm. just going to have to either stand on your head or kind of um, imagine. (laughs) Go go to Australia, and that'll make all sense. Um, So now if if we take all of our understanding of the moon... You know, just let's just say from traditional or whatever. And again, whatever you're listening, you know, you're listening to BBC One with uh, Dusty White. Hey, that'd be kind of cool. You know, BBC. <laughs> Isn't it true? No, no, no. Um, I want whoever you are at home, whoever you are out there on Radio Land, take everything you know about the moon and turn it on its head. And now tell me. I won't hear, but uh, Becky will tell me, so you can speak along with her. Or you can pause it and and talk to yourself, or you can teach it to somebody in class, wherever you are. What the moon means when it's reversed. So, Becky, start us out. Just just for fun, flipping it over on its head. No, No new knowledge needs to take place, no extra study. Based on what you know of the moon, from your own opinion... Interpretation. Mm-hmm. When you turn it upside down and it's reversed, it is opposite of or it's less of or it's different than. Well, what do you get out of that? Well, I mean, if upright we're going for the kind of deception and the hidden, reversed is then kind of the revealed and the seen. Uh, no, that makes sense. So coming out of a period of delusion or um, ah, I see how the magician does his tricks now. Yeah. Or, hey, these stupid lessons with Dusty White remove all the cloud of mystery around the tarot. It makes sense to me now. It's not such a mystery anymore. That was a lucky coincidence, by the way. That was not an advertisement. I mean, it is now because I just made (laughs) one. But uh, there was not a planned uh, event. All right, so now the next thing I want you to do is turn it sideways. And just like just like a train. Choo-choo. I just wanted an excuse to say choo-choo. Choo-choo. I'm making my card bounce along as it's going. I, not that trains bounce along. But it's just going and going and going and going. God, it makes such a good father. Look at me. <laughs> no, it makes such a good dork. <laughs> okay, so you're, I want you to literally, I know it's going to sound stupid, but but it works. Take your card in your hand, unless your name is Becky, and just drag it or bounce it. Bouncing is fun because it feels like less damage. You know, 1910. Bounce, bounce, bounce across the uh, across the table. So your card is passing you by. You're not staring at it. And again, your your card is pointed sideways. In this case, I'm I, I've got it right. It's pointing to the right. It's in my right hands. Therefore, it's it's moving forward. If I had it in my right hands and I was holding it by the Ooh, part of the moon, then it'd be going along reversed. It's like, hey, it's going backwards. You can do both of these. But, uh, Becky, I want you to take that card and go, hey, look, wow, you know, just like you're standing there and a, and a, and a, a car is passing you on the street. Okay, well, now... You're it's... a bystander. It's not, it's not happening to you. Right. But now it's more like I'm looking at the lobster as like a fly on the wall and he's watching what's going on because it, it's flipped around sideways. So it's the kind of um, nice. 
seeing seeing what's what's coming but nobody really knows you've got the kind of deception it's half deception half coming into the light because sideways round with my eyesight he's almost like a spider sitting on the wall watching what's going on oh i got it i got it i'm sitting there smoking a pipe on the cliff watching the lemmings <laughs> run 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 well dude you got no idea what's coming up do you everybody else is doing it I'm, I'm just watching everybody go run 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 they had no idea what the hell they're doing mm -hmm. I, i'm the guy standing on top of the wall watching people bang their heads into the wall trying to get through it rather than picking up a ladder because there's ladders all over the ground like y'all are crazy because I'm seeing other people who are confused who are disillusioned or I'm seeing deceit or I'm seeing mass hysteria hysteria the moon lunacy luna yeah. well this is the way i was thinking because it's Something like he's yeah. getting the moment of clarity um and going with the kind of lunatic which comes from the moon mm -hmm. um watching all the chaos and confusion below him and he's in the kind of relative calm with it sideways and still seeing him as stuck on the wall um and he's kind of almost detached from it and watching it all Right. Now, what I want you guys, everybody to get from this is see what Becky's done. We've taken a card and just by turning it upside down and sideways and watching it go by us or reversing it and watching it go by us, we have taken all pressure off of ourselves and we are just like watching a parade go by. Anybody can understand a parade, especially if you don't want to be too high up because you, then you lose perspective. But maybe, you know, you're like 20 feet off the ground. Now, that little bit of elevation from ground level, you get a better perspective of what the parade is. You get to see what's coming down the road. You still get to see, you know, the, the full view of, um, of, the, of the floats, and you don't have to see the wheels or anything of the, of the, end, uh, of the machines that are... Uh, driving it of course it should be buried anyway but from about 20 feet up you get the perfect view and you can really enjoy the parade more than you would at ground level in the same way when we step out of the card we want to step into it at one you know at some points that's that's exercise one that I teach you freely on yeah, look, take the, take the fucking academy. It's $1 for your first month. You go to easytarolessons.com slash members. Sign up. Or you go to easytarolessons.com and click on where it says students, registered students, log in here. Just, just click there and see what happens. And you just find a whole new world behind that big green button. It says sign up with a dollar. If you don't like it, quit. It's okay. Nobody's going to chase you down. But this is what we teach you. And in exercise one, I teach you to get inside the card. But now what I'm teaching you to do is to step outside of the card and just watch it pass by. Take the cards that are giving you the most trouble. Now, don't do this like, oh, this is my first day learning the tarot. All the cards are giving me trouble. Mm -hmm. um, this will, this, 
well, this will work. It'll just be a lot harder. <laughs> what will really work is just trust me and follow the techniques that I give you. And then when you're having trouble in about five, six, eight, ten weeks down the road, you're saying, well, there's still this one card that's giving me trouble. For example, um, crack. Oh, the magician reversed. Oh, no, I don't understand the magician reversed. Okay, well, if I don't understand the magician reversed, I'm going to hold him in my hand reversed, and I'm just going to kind of rotate him. I'm just like, literally, I've got my forefinger, my thumb, so my, uh, and then I've got my other forefinger, my thumb, uh, and what I'm doing is my my forefingers are on the back of the card, my thumb's on the front of the card, and I'm just kind of twirling the card around. You can do it however you want, but that's what I'm doing right now. I'm just watching him spin around and around and around, and oh, there's his finger. What's he pointing at? What the hell are you pointing at? He's pointing at the ground. Okay, and if I turn him upside down, he's, he's hanging upside down like the hanging man. He's pointing up. So he's pointing in an opposite direction. He's he's pointing away from himself. He's, um, he is blaming somebody else for his failures. Yeah, how about that? Because Resp- magician does take responsibility. He, he is. He's the magician. So a magician upright, up, upside down. See, look, folks, you're hearing it live. A good, a, a good possible, again, just one of many, good possible interpretation of this is blaming other, other people for your problems that you created. Does that make sense, Becky? Yeah, it does completely. Makes sense to so me. I'm tipping my head almost. I'm that's kind of cool. I can look at it, but yes, it does. So, see, that's live. That that had just happened. It's never happened before. Um, didn't really have problems with this card, but that's just a nice little new interpretation. And and the whole essence of that is this is exactly what it's like. This is. I want you guys to be able to do this on command, uh, on demand. I want you to, um, I don't want you to fight with your cards. I want you to feel like, wow, I, I, I can get these. I can make sense. They can, I can understand these. So I turn them sideways. Hey, look at that arrogant bastard. Look at me! Look at now! Now I'm kind of seeing him like the uh, six of wands, you know, because he's he's prancing along. Me, 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 and then I'm reminded how, like in the fool's journey, the magician is like the lowest form of human scum, and then the world is like the highest elevation that we could ever be. It's like heaven is the fifth element and all that stuff. All of a sudden, it makes sense. It's like ha 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 ha. I'm ego driven. Me, 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 me. Um, and, and again, because he's a magician, there's nothing that says that he hasn't earned it, but the focus is on, on, uh, it's like he's holding up, up his penis for everybody to see and that, <laughs> that candle. I, I mean, really, it's just, it's not ego. It's not about the chest. It's funny because I just cracked the deck open to put him back and the world reversed came up. It's like, yeah. I'm anti you. But but literally, it's it's not like like a Leo card, you know, like uh, like oh, I'm glorious, I'm the sun. It, it literally is more like an Aries card. Like, look at me, this is me. I'm the only one who ex- exists. It's like me, 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 and my my Johnson. Um, this is how you understand. This is how you develop your understanding with your cards. This is when I say sit down and play with your cards. That's what I mean. 
You don't need people. You don't need to spend money. You don't need a crowd. What you need is your deck and yourself. You need, and you don't need to, to do readings. You, you need to just sit there and play with your cards and talk to them and, and, and you know, play little games with them. I've, I've invented games and exercises for you in the easiest way to learn the tarot ever and advanced tarot secrets. Um, you could, I suppose, come up with your own games if you're really good at it. I would love to, I'd love to know them. Make sure you copyright them first. Make sure they're not plagiarized. <laughs> then you copyright them. Then you show me, um, you know, protection for yourself. But uh, absolutely. So I hope this helped. Becky, I thank you for sitting in with me. My whole point today was I just wanted to help end this problem of people going, I just don't get this card. So I want to give you some simple, easy ways, even if you never read any of my books, even if you never take the course. If you take the course, we will solve this problem for you. I mean, yeah, um, what's her name? I'm not going to give you her name. She wrote in. I answered specifically. And then I went ahead and did a whole lesson just on her question to make sure that she's thoroughly covered. We take care of you at the Academy. But if you ever do, that's fine. Here you've got this information for free. Um, spend time with your cards. And remember, you're building a lifelong skill here. And kings, queens, presidents, presidents of companies, uh, millionaires, billionaires, producing trillionaires. Uh, that's scary. That much wealth concentrated in, in, uh, in the focus of one person. Mm. Better hope they have character. And morals. But nonetheless, they'll be telling us all what to do, which means their vision is going to be reality. Well, all of them have and continue to and will rely on, on wise guidance from people who know how to ask the right questions and get answers that no one else does, hence tarot readers and astrologers. But don't think that somebody who can crack open a book and go, uh, here it says here on page 17, those aren't the people that are making thousand dollars or more an hour those aren't the people matter of fact at that point you're not even on salary you're not even you're not an hourly or salary anymore you just exist you, you, your stuff is taken care of think it's just whatever you want it's taken care of because your value is in, inestimable if if you study and get to the point where you can predict with precision and accuracy accuracy and that stuff can be verified yes people will seek you out well governments well that's kind of scary but uh but very wealthy people will and you will be able to provide them a valuable service now you, you work for charity that's that's just fine i'm just not a classism thing you work whatever economic social level that you want but if you're serious about this have to do the work spend time with your cards whether you take any classes whether you read any books spend time with your cards and talk to them just like i taught you today go through all of my free exercises who knows when i'm going to be available to um, make them for you i'll try to do it every week but i've got things to do and so sometimes i can't get to it right away but go over these lessons and develop your skills because it's your life and you got one of them if we, if we have a thousand lifetimes, well, good luck. You can't remember your past lifetimes. You can't draw off of that bank account. Oh, I hid money under an old oak tree. That's stolen. 
Zimbabwe. I don't know if they have oak trees in Zimbabwe. Well, they probably do now because people plant things all over the place, but I don't think it's native to Zimbabwe. So therefore, you know, hey, it's the oak tree. People say, why is no oak tree here? Oh, because I needed a place to remember to, uh, where to put my money. All right. Zimbabwe is such a fun word. <laughs> what did I miss or what do you think, Becky? Do you know what? I think you've, you've covered the question because the main thing is having um, seen the, the original post, I think what you've done is it takes it takes the pressure off. Try, I think the biggest problem with, because this is the mistake I made at the beginning, and I've discussed this with you before, that years and years and years ago when I was self-taught, I used to do a reading and I'd look in the book and I'd go, okay, this card means this. And I'd go back and I'd be like, okay, this card means this. And of course, it didn't make any sense at all. And the second that I kind of thought, you know what, I'm just going to kind of look at the cards, things start to flow and of course, by switching the cards around and flipping them upside down and looking them a different way, you see things you haven't seen before. It cha- I mean, it literally changes the perspective of the card, but it, it kind of changes your your perspective as well. So it's one of those things. And I like the idea about just taking a few cards at the beginning that you're finding tricky, because I think if you try to do it with the whole deck beginning to end, you're just going to swamp yourself. So if you just go with the more difficult ones... Um, it just takes the pressure off. You're not having to remember a set meaning or a fixed meaning. You're just kind of seeing what comes and seeing what you see, really. Right. And this does not replace doing the exercises in no. the Advanced uh, Tarot Secrets book or the easiest way to learn the tarot ever. Um, this is a direct shot of adrenaline. This is a shortcut to really helping you break apart mental blocks um, so like once you do this definitely I want you to um, pair up card you know pair up this card with other cards and see how they shape this card so that you can start to understand uh, more about this card by how it's shaped it all makes sense when you do it Becky, I'm going to let you go I got a huge class today we're going to be doing art versus art which I am always excited about i wish mm. i wish i could just do that all months it's my favorite exercise so i gotta prep for that uh, in the meantime everybody thank you for listening this long um just just go do it if you have any questions post them up um you know leave a comment and um i'll answer it all right becky thank you i hope to see you next week definitely okay thank you thank you bye bye okay kitties now it's your turn. Head over to EasyTarotLessons.com for this week's tarot secrets and start practicing with your study buddy. Next week, we have something special for you that you won't want to miss. <laughs>